Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Guys, could you have a toilet paper proposal? Like, would you marry for convenience? Would you marry for money? Would you marry your best friend? I don't know. So many questions. We're going to answer them today on Station 19. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome back to Station 19. I'm Linda Enter, one of your co-hosts. And to my immediate left, you guys love him, apparently. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Joshua Wright. Hey, everybody. It's Sahai. This was a great episode. Guys, we loved everything about it. We have so much in store for you. We have some fun fire facts as usual. And then I have some gossip that is going to blow your mind. But first, let's get into our overall thoughts. Josh, what do you think? What do you think of well, this episode overall? Tonight was an enlightening episode. I was glad that we were able to see where the relationships were going with Andy and Maya and Sullivan and and my and uh, Andy. Yeah. So you felt enlightened. Yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so hi. I loved it. I thought this was the season finale because it had so many twists and turns and mm. surprises. So this one kept me on the edge of my seat. Guys, they are teasing us for real. So next week, as you know, we are being preempted, and they're just building that suspense for the crossover event. And guys, you're going to have to stay tuned because here at AfterBuzz, we have a special surprise for you during Grey's Anatomy and the Station 19 after show. So you have to stay tuned. I know. (laughs) All right, so let's just jump right in. Let's jump into Andy... And Sullivan. So the opening scene, they're working out together, mm-hmm. and they, and by they, you know who you are, are making us think that they're doing something else other than working out. <laughs> what did you guys think of them? What do you think of them? Uh, developing their friendships. I think it's good to see them having this bond. Seeing Sullivan open up a little bit more is nice. And and Andy is also, like, she's getting to know him to the point where she can play around with him and Mm -hmm. joke with him. And that's helping him feel more comfortable with her. So this budding friendship, I'm happy to see him open up and and slowly moving on from the death of his wife. It's good. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with Sahai. I think that it, it it is important that Sullivan is starting to move on. And Andy seems to have an ingratiating personality, wanting to help him. I think that they are beneficial to each other. I think that during the time where she was not with uh, Maya Mm -hmm. and doesn't have Jack and doesn't have Ryan now, like I said before, I think that it's helping her like kind of almost come out of her shell more mm-hmm. and make friends yeah. outside of the friends that she's known forever. Of course. So I think that they're a good uh, match for each other, and I'm hoping to see more of them mm-hmm. peel those layers yeah. off. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's talk about Vic and Ripley. So they're in the diner, and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with their mm-hmm. relationship. So let's talk about that before we know what happened later in the episode. What did you guys think of the diner? I was excited to see that Ripley was putting marriage on the menu. That was from the, you know, the fact that he he said it and she was 
she seemed has Vic seemed hesitant, but then she was open to it. That was nice to see because we kind of saw that last week. Um, so to see them start this episode in the coffee shop and also end in the coffee shop, great. Yeah. Well, they alluded to it last week when mm-hmm. they were saying how they wanted to become public. Yeah. So in a situation like this, the only way to become public without any scrutiny or consequences is marriage. Yeah. And it seems like something they're both willing to do. Yeah, at different times, though. Yeah. So I think that he didn't realize that she would be so amenable to it when he said Mm -hmm. it. So I think it freaked him out. But you can tell that they both love each other. Of course. They're all in. And she even said it a little bit later in the episode. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm all in. And we already knew he was all in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And so it's unfortunate. And Shanice, I hear you, girl. I am upset, too. But I am hopeful that they don't screw us over. Oh my gosh, they better not. Listen, Uh, let's talk about Maya and Travis. So Maya, Travis, and Ben, they're in the station room, lunch room. Ben is trying to figure out his medic one situation, Mm -hmm. and she's trying to figure out what's going on. What did you guys think of that? I think Travis, again, I just don't know what's going on with him. I see him in all these scenes. He's, He's giving advice to people. It's just like, I haven't seen him really in a focused scene and we haven't really focused on what's going on in Travis's life because he's been so focused on kind of touching base with everybody. He's touched base with Ben and helping him out. He touched base with uh, you know Andy, I think, last mm-hmm. week, and now this week he's helping Vic with her issues. So, but I'm like, what's going on with Travis? Like, I'm kind of worried about him because he's focused so much on everybody else, but we haven't seen them focus on him. I think this is healthy for him yes. right now because he's out of the relationship with the the guy he was with a few months Grant. ago. Grant, Grant, thank you. Bring Grant back. <laughs> Bring Grant. <laughs> no, but now that he's out of the relationship with Grant, I think he tried to move on too fast. So helping his friends is allowing him to be altruistic, yep. and that way he doesn't have to feel distracted. I agree, and he was trying to do the most with his cycling and his running and his baking. Oh, yes. So, you know, use that energy to help your friends. I'm all about it. Um, let's talk about Dean and his dating. Mm. So Dean's mom is still on that mission. Oh. She's still setting him up, and uh, he goes to the same spot, which I think is interesting, because mm-hmm. why do you men do that? You think uh, of the same one spot, you bring yes. all your girls, and then when you finally have a woman... You bring your woman there, and all your other side yeah. pieces, previous people. <laughs> but they know us. That's, see, that's the problem. It's comfortable. Is it convenient? Yeah, they know how I like my pancakes, how I like my bacon. Perfect. I, yeah, I just think it's odd. <laughs> and, and i got to be honest, from working in the service industry before, mm-hmm. y'all get caught at the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, so three times a week, three times that week, he mm. had been on blind dates and then he set up with Nikki and Nikki's late. He thinks he's being ghosted, but she's just late because she really doesn't care about this date. And so they sit down, they're chit-chatting and he actually ends up liking her. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised by that? Nikki looked exactly like his mom. Like yes. her, she had the same low haircut, mm-hmm. brown skinned woman. So I was like, wait a minute, mom has sent her doppelganger, yep. basically. White teeth. And, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Smart, funny, quirky. Um, and so the fact that this is the woman of all the women that Dean is liking the most, I find that interesting. But I thought she was great, and I, I love the fact that he was here. It is somebody who gave him the least amount of attention is the one he likes the most. Yeah, Nikki seemed like she was on point when she first arrived. And then I find out that she has a law degree, but she's a rebel or she's a maverick, rather. <laughs> so now she's a graphic designer. But that seems to be what Dean needs. He needs someone who has a whimsical personality because he seems to be very serious. 
I think that they come from the exact same background, and I know that we've talked about this mm-hmm. before. Uh, I think that she comes from an African background or a strict type of background mm-hmm. where her parents said, you have to be a lawyer, doctor, engineer, whatever, and that's what you're going to be. And that's how Dean's parents want him to be. Of they want to be the business professional. So I think she brought to the table the similar background. Mm-hmm. I agree with uh, Sahai saying that she looks similar to his mom, but what's different is they both think the same. Mm-hmm. Follow your dream, follow your passion, and do that. Yeah. And then she was funny on top of it. So he's like, oh, wait, who, who are you? Who are you? Considering mm-hmm. all the t- dates that he's gone mm-hmm. on, she sparked the attention. So I thought, you know what? Get it, Dean. That's right. Get it. I am about it. And I like the fact that he was thinking about it after. Should I call her? Should I text her? What should I, what should I do? And even when he was... Um, Testing out with Ben, mm-hmm. he was still like Thinking talking about it out, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, she was the least judgmental out of all the girls, and yeah. that's what he likes. Yeah, and he, and supported it. She, yeah, and even said that she wanted to be a firefighter as a right. kid. Yeah. So she gets it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Uh, let's talk about Jack and Andy and the friendship. So the title of this episode is "Friendly Fire," mm-hmm. and I think it's appropriate because it, it's the play on words. So we have. Andy focusing on friendships and trying to not only build friendships for Ripley and Sullivan, but bragging about how great her friendships mm-hmm. are. What did you guys think of uh, Jack and Andy's first interaction? It seemed like, I was like, does she like him again? I, I felt like even he was like yeah. feeling a vibe. He didn't understand. He was like, wow, she's being super friendly, right. which they haven't been that communicative in the past a in a while. Yeah, so I think it threw him off a little bit. But it was good to see Andy in good spirits. Um, but later, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> 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 well, I think, uh, I think Jack was confused. Andy did make it seem like she was doing it for her own gain, but it turned out she was doing it. She was helping herself by helping others. Yeah. And Jack, it almost seemed as if Jack was like, maybe I can be in love with her again. You think so? I, I saw a twinkle, yeah. right? Yeah, there was like, something there. Yeah, that... the, the first time he kind of looked at her. The second time Maya saw him, so he no. had to straighten up. Well, Maya saw it because that's why she ended up slamming the door and storming away. Yeah, and he had the to truck. Go, yeah. yeah, I don't think so. She didn't like all. that. How friendly they were being. So you think Maya's got it on lock? I think Maya's gotten on lock. <laughs> I think Jack really likes Maya. And I think that he was confused because she had not been talking to him for months. And all of That's a sudden, true. think about it, whoever, your She's best friend, positive. your your old ex, your whatever it is, someone mm-hmm. that you were close to, yeah. hasn't talked to you for months and months and months, and you see them day in and day out and day in, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, boo. Yeah, that's true. I, I that's look at you like crazy, too. Like, crazy. Yeah, we're, I think we're saying the same Wait. thing. I'm not saying that they, they, she wanted to get back together with him. I was just saying, like, she was giving him these vibes, such a friendly mm-hmm. vibe. It kind of... It was confusing to him. Yeah, yeah, confusing as in what is? Wait, are exactly. we friends? Yeah, exactly. But I don't think he thought, "Hey, I still love you." I just think he thought, "Hey, like, no. what? What are you doing?" Yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, Andy. Andy was doing the most. So Andy and Sullivan again, and Andy Sullivan and Pruitt will go that direction. Okay. So. Uh, Andy was saying how she, her and Maya have a shorthand and how he really needs to um, fix his friendship with Ripley and really giving that advice. But we find out that that advice is going to about to blow up in her face. Mm-hmm. Do you think Andy's an expert on friendship? Um, I won't say. You know what? I do. 
I do actually. Not that I think about it, because you can learn just as much from from a situation with failure as you can from success. Mm. And I feel like her failures with her friendships have taught her a lot, which is how she knows that Sullivan shouldn't take Ripley for granted. Fair. I think she is. A, I don't think she's. What was the term used? An expert. An expert on friendship. I think she's still learning. She's been an only child, so everything's always been about her. Yes. So even in her friendships, most of the time, it's about people giving her advice and focusing on the issues in her life as opposed to her focusing on what's going on with them. Maybe had she taken some time to really observe and check in with Maya, she would have seen the signs of something going on sooner. So I think she's still learning how to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Speaking of good friends, we have a lot of good friends right here at our network, don't we? And we would like to let everybody know, whether you are on YouTube, whether you are on Spotify or iTunes, we would like for you to comment or give us a thumbs up or some stars to let us know how you feel about what we're doing here at AfterBuzz. We are very happy that you all have made us the ESPN of TV talk. So no matter where you are, just make sure you're leaving us a comment. Here at AfterBuzz, we are very happy doing what we do. We're happy to cover all of your favorite shows. And in order for us to do that, we have to know how you all feel about what we're doing. So now that we're, now that we're on the same page, we want to tell you all thank you for following us here at AfterBuzz TV. Love it. Thank you, guys. And we are on Spotify, too. So, like, just pop us in your car and mm-hmm. roll with us. Yes. I want to shout out our live chat because it's popping in there. <laughs> uh, Chloe from the U.K., we love you every week. Come in and staying with us mm-hmm. and staying up late. Leslie and Shanice. Shanice got some really good uh, advice there. And I agree that Vickley, hashtag Vickley, is the <laughs> cutest. And I would be very, very upset if someone died for sure. I'm saying. Listen, mm. I hear you guys talking about boycotting. We can't go that far. Like, <laughs> we can't boycott Shondaland. Like, come on. <laughs> but I get, I get the dramatic effect. I'm with you in spirit. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the incident. So the King County incident. So El- Andy and Sullivan, they're doing um, hydrant hydrant checks. checks. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And they stumble upon almost like a pre-fire. Yeah. Right? So they go. It's a coffee place. And we learn a lot about coffee and coffee being combustible. Right. And all of that. And they meet Captain Ted Conlin Mm -hmm. from Station 42. And he's very friendly. He is. And part of baseball. And baseball is very important to him, I guess. What did you guys think of that first initial interaction? I like him. I, I, I like seeing another strong black male in, in the fire station world. Um, he had a lot of personality. I like how he was immediately giving uh, Sullivan a nickname and teasing Andy. So I like how he just like is a straight shooter. And he was like, listen, we got this from here. Y'all can take a break. We got this. And to see him hurt later on in the episode was sad, but he made it through. And it seems like they kind of have a new bromance brewing yeah. amongst uh, the three of them. It seems like it was convenient, too, because uh, Herrera was talking to Sullivan about getting more friends. Mm-hmm. I agree with you about being friendly. I, I That's one thing I do with people. I always give them a nickname the minute I meet them. <laughs> they don't know it. <laughs> but I give it to uh, them. Adam, Adam, what's our nickname? Oh, right. you don't, I won't tell you. <laughs> no, I, we, we cannot move on. Though, clearly. Because we just met you. So what is it? As well, I take my headset off. Well, Go ahead and think uh, about it. Well, I already know it. Linda's, uh, Linda is so girly. Her nickname is Hershey's. 
Because <laughs> what? Because you are very, you have a very smooth skin texture oh, thank you. and very, very pretty. And uh, Sahai's, I actually have her as a, it's 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 Javalia oh. coffee because it has that pretty color to it. So. What? So she's in my head. In my head, Sahai is Gigi. I feel like uh, we need some bells ringing. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, that's just, I've always, See so there the you co-hosts know. co-hosts win you over, they really win, really win. It's a good one. We gotta get one for you now. Okay. For real, for real. smooth talker, smooth operator. Um, so yeah, what I thought was interesting about this was that they were being very territorial mm-hmm. about the fire, but they were also being friendly about it, which was of kind of odd, because you know, these firefighters, they're like... I got this. Yeah. No, I got this. And so it was weird that they were able to, at least for me, it was weird that they were able to stand down. Mm-hmm. Right? And even when Ripley came, Ripley's like, I outrank everyone, which of course. he did. Yes. Um, but they, I don't know, it was weird for them. I guess it was weird for me that they were so amenable to each other. Because yeah. normally with fires and fire stations, you don't see that that much. Well, I like, if I can say this, I like Ripley's behavior in this one. This mm-hmm. is different from the skyscraper when he came mm-hmm. in. He wasn't listening to anyone. It right. was my way or the highway. Here, now that he has become more comfortable with the crew, he understands they're, that they're very smart. He was able to say, okay, I rank y'all, but I'm going to risk my life. Let's yeah. call it what it is. He's getting some. So okay, he's, calm, right, he's all all very down. comfortable with some all of the crew. All the way down. So he can think clearly now. <laughs> what it reminded me of is actually being here at After Buzz. There's so many like strong personalities mm-hmm. in this studio, like in the whole space all the time. That you, But when you're on a show together, you yeah. all learn how to play yeah, a position to, yeah, to make it work. Yeah. So. I'm a point guard. <laughs> Get it. Okay, so they, leave, they save three people mm-hmm. they leave and then they get a call that uh things have gotten worse an hour later so wow. they go back which I, which is something that i wish we had more time to discuss because like how do you know when to call it as oh, a firefighter okay like how do you know when because we prayers over to paris right because yes. i was reading about that real quickly the firefighters went there mm-hmm. 23 minutes before the fire started they said there was no problem and right. then 23 minutes later uh, it blow it didn't blow mm-hmm. up, but it, it gets engulfed in flame. So same with this situation. Like that's I wish we could have a firefighter. Or if y'all watching your firefighter, how do you know when to call it? That's true. Well, they said they had around ten men who were down, mm-hmm. and I think that's when they called it in when they realized that a lot of their men were falling. Yeah, but. You were there earlier, an yeah, hour earlier. That's true. How did you know it was not going to spread? But by that time, more of the coffee bean bags had time to heat up, I guess, it within exploded. the hour, and that was causing more injuries. So. But they knew about that. They told, I mean, I wrote it down. No, you're right. Wrote, like, they, they know that dry grounds are highly flammable mm-hmm. and uh, pack temperature. So do you think Conlon should have been more prepared? I, I, I mean... Maybe they didn't have enough people. Like what you're over here doing, on, focusing on one section, and then another section's heating up, and it could have been something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, Shanice, I love Hershey's too. <laughs> Hi, Nyla. Shout out to you. Um, I'm not sure, and if you guys again, if you know the answer, that would be great. So they go back. Things are worse now. The firefighters are the victims, mm-hmm. and the firefighters of 19 have to create a team rapid intervention and go save these people in teams of two. And so we had uh, 
Pruitt on scene. Mm-hmm. We finally found out what Pruitt's new job is. Mm-hmm. What yes. did you guys think of that private you know, I, EMT? I thought he was going to be a teacher, but he is a teacher in a sense. Yes, teaching uh, young blood how to mm-hmm. how to act after he tried to play him. You tripping, but uh, that's right, <laughs> yeah, crack cracking it. that whip. Um, but to see Pruitt, he was so happy, and again, he is a testament to you're never too old to make a change in your life and mm-hmm. to start new and to start fresh and learn something new and to use your existing skills in another area that you can help others. So it was great to see him making this transition. Pruitt is like winning at life right now. He is. He's, he has a, a female friend, as we'll call her. <laughs> and uh, apparently she got some money because they run it off to Hawaii at the drop of a hat. <laughs> okay. But um, I, I do agree with your point where when you do get older, I, I grew up in, a, in an educated home and mm-hmm. I knew people who were educators up until 50 and then they retired and went into another field. Right. And those skills are transferable. Yeah. That's what Pruitt is doing here. And he did teach the young boy. I mean, that boy was out of line. Rude. All the I way. mean, mm, he's... Mm. And Ryan, the only cop in Seattle, <laughs> showed up at the fire. He just happened to be there mm-hmm. and happened to be at the right time to come to Pruitt's defense. Of course. Which I thought was sweet because that's like a second dad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, I wonder where Jenna was. I mean, because aren't they a team of two now? I don't know. Different call? <laughs> I know you're not fond of Jenna. Right. I mean, she was all right. She was just a little too upfront for one date. <laughs> Listen, there first there was one, then there was two, and now we're back to one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not a coincidence that it's always Andy's calls. Uh-oh. Just saying. Wait a minute. <laughs> Put it out there. <laughs> Um, okay, so they are trying to save Henderson and uh, Garza, and there was one other guy. Cook. And oh, yeah, Cook. Cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the first one, I yeah, think. Yeah, and he was the one that was most hurt, mm-hmm. right, with the burns. And what we learn about this is there was so much. So first, they all get along. They all play baseball with each other. But we learn about Ben in this situation as well. Yes. And... Ben studying for his medic one mm-hmm. and doubting himself. And right in the situation, he knew what to do. Yes. Were you guys impressed by that? I was highly impressed. He he kept getting his surgeon experience confused with medic one, but it turned out he was right. And when he saw the other EMTs show up, he or the medic one show up, he realized, I'm just overthinking it. Yeah. Just do it. When someone's life is on the line, just like when you're in the in the ER, you just have to start surgery. You don't have time to think. Just do it. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting how you can have a, a specific skill set, something that nobody else knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody else in Station 19 has the information that Ben has. Nope. And yet he was doubting himself until he got into the field and knew he had it all along. So mm-hmm. the, the message here is never, never doubt yourself. That's true. I agree. That... Is so true. That and also, I think that he had more knowledge than even the EMTs. Mm-hmm. So the book was telling him what EMTs would do. Of course. And he's already a doctor and he's already been a firefighter. So this medic one team, I'm not, I don't know what they do, but if this lady's like, no, we're going to cut him open and do a surgery right here in the yeah. field, they're clearly like that much more um, trained. Mm-hmm. So Ben, go with your gut. Yes. Go with your gut. Save lives. That's, That's it. Right. That is it. Uh, let's talk about oh, these two. Travis and Vic again and her opening up to Travis about possibly wanting to get married for the practical reasons mm-hmm. of it. You know, again, Travis is here giving 
Vic this advice, but he's also making her understand that marriage is not a game. Right. Yes, to her, she was thinking, this is just a piece of paper that I can sign, and then I can sign another piece of paper to to get a divorce. But that was when she wasn't thinking about how deep a marriage can be if you want it to be. Now, I just said yesterday to someone, there are all types of marriages. And yes, sometimes people get married solely for papers. In in this situation, she, he, as her friend, I think he did a great job of, because he has been married and he lost his husband in a way he didn't want, you know, not through divorce. Mm I'm glad he made her really sit and think about how the the true meaning of a, a real marriage. Yeah, uh, you're right. Everybody does have a different definition of marriage. But since he was in a marriage that was loving, mm-hmm. he didn't want her to cheat herself. Because, it, I mean, uh, I have a friend. Well, he's my friend. But uh, he married someone who was in the military okay. so that she could get the benefits. The, oh, benefits. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's a certain military yeah. benefit. And, and she was dropping over a lot of money every month for him to be married. And now he looks at marriage as if it's the enemy because mm-hmm. that didn't work out. Yeah. So Travis just took her from that. Yeah, he was protecting her. And I think that as her best friend, he knows that she really wants love. Of course. And it's the hard shell. And I think that that conversation was hard for her to have. And that's why she didn't want to talk to him while they were Mm -hmm. uh, driving to the scene. But it made her also realize, Mm -hmm. you know what? Yes, I want all that. I want all the bells and whistles and the love and the romance and the flat, all of it. The rainbows, I think that's what she said. Rainbows and hearts. (laughs) Yes. Yes, she wants all of it. And so I think that that was important. That's why it's always important to have your person to bounce your Mm -hmm. craziness off. Um, And I'm glad that Travis is that for her. Um, So we jump a little bit with Ben and Dean Mm -hmm. and they're studying and we talked about that. But what I thought was interesting on Dean's end is he was worried about being ghosted and not liked. Mm -hmm. It's Dean. Yeah, but you never look at yourself the way other people look at you. I think, you know, Dean is, you know, has a special place in my heart. (laughs) And so I liked seeing him off his game. I like seeing, you know, the woman making him nervous Mm -hmm. like that. And I I think it helped him check himself because I think he was taking the whole situation for granted and forgetting that his mom was in the long run really trying to help him. So it was good. I don't think he took it for granted. I think I think he just didn't trust his mom because she's so controlling. So it's hard to date someone who she says to date because you assume that person is probably going to be controlling, too. I think he just forgot that the purpose uh, there was a purpose in mind. His his mother had a a mission and it's for him to find a good, healthy relationship. I think he got lost in the process of the three dates a week and forgot like, hey, she's really trying to help me actually meet a good person. Okay, a partner. Linda. Uh You're brewing over there. Yeah, because I already know. She wants him to have a good partner, but she wants him to have the good partner that she approves of with the checklist that she is engaging. And that's why all the dates have been not good and and not interesting to him. And finally, this girl is doing the same thing for her dad. And that's why it actually ends up being a good date, despite the, the... family's extra intentions. Yeah. In that, and that's just totally my opinion. Okay. Coming from an African side of things. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Listen, <laughs> they're going to fall in love, though. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> save that for predictions. So we have Ripley, uh, Sullivan, and Andy, and they're playing kind of, Andy's playing like friends set up, and it actually worked. It did. And they are going to go for beers, and do you think that they're going to be able to mend their friendship? Yes. 
You mean Ripley and Sullivan? Yeah. Yeah, the friendship has already been mended. Mm-hmm. The fact that Sullivan asked him out for a beer. Was huge. Yeah, and then I'll say this, and I want you to go so high. Also, Sullivan taking Andy's advice tells me what he thinks of Andy. Oh, he loves her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the fact that uh, Ripley went to Sullivan again about the whole situation mm-hmm. with Vic, again, it, it's something to say, hey, I'm cons- possibly going to marry this person, and talking to your former best friend about that, yep. uh, it's a big deal, and it shows uh, where they're going with this re- this rekindling of this friendship. Mm-hmm. Facts. Let's talk about Jack, Maya, and Andy, because that was the moment where I was like, wait, what just happened? Mm. So, guys, I haven't been shocked in a while. They shocked. <laughs> I didn't know the reveal was coming this episode, and I didn't know it was coming just like that. So, mm. <laughs> Jack, Jack and Maya in the closet because, you know, Andy and Jack, that used to be their thing. Mm-hmm. So now it's Maya and Jack's thing. Andy opens the door, walks in, and I love the reaction. She slams the door again, opens it, and it's like, what am I, what am I seeing? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I seeing? Yes. What am I looking at? <laughs> Has this happened before? Yes. She asks all the right questions. How long has it been happening? And she gets her answer. She says, oh, my God, closes the door. Mm-hmm. You know, Andy looked like she was about to throw up when mm-hmm. she saw that. She was, yes, that's how her face was and her reaction. And it was, to me, it made me laugh. Um, Maya was so, when they finally had their conversation, Maya was so, like, a little bit callous about it. She was like, I just didn't think that you cared anymore. But regardless if you care about some someone that you dated anymore, you don't go ahead and date your best friend's ex. I think it's just... It's just, it's just in bad taste. Well, I do like Andy's response. She was emotional but controlled. Mm. She didn't lose it. She didn't hit anyone or act crazy. She asked the right questions. I do believe that Jack and Maya should have gone to Andy in the beginning. As soon as they felt the first flicker, they should have gone to her. Regardless of the fact that they are best friends, mm-hmm. it's just right because y'all work in the same environment. I I mean, I agree with you. Uh, Even if Jack didn't come as your ex-fiance, that's your best friend. And there is a girl code. And the girl code is your bestie is your bestie is your bestie is your bestie. Men can come and go. And even if it's your love of your life, that's your best friend. Mm -hmm. And so she should have told Andy immediately and let the fallout be the fallout. Yeah, whatever. Right, because now, like Andy said, she's humiliated. I'd be humiliated too because I've just spent the day saying how unbreakable our friendship is and how close we are. And meanwhile, this has been going on for weeks and she didn't know anything about it. So Mm -hmm. shame, shame, and shame. Guys, there's so much to cover on this episode. What I'm glad happened with the incident since we should wrap that part up is that everyone got saved but what is happening with Vic Mm. and Ripley is breaking my heart Mm -hmm. so Vic thinks she was completely stood up and so she's mad and nowhere to be found besides work but meanwhile what do you think and we can move this into predictions a little bit what do you think happened to him when he bumped his head? Yeah, yeah. That for me, it was when he bumped his head with the beans. Yeah, uh, oh, I gotta save that for predictions. So okay. go ahead. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was the smoke inhalation. That too. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and in addition to that hit, yeah. but I think both of them because he kept on coughing. Mm-hmm. That's the part. Oh that yeah, had he me was. Alarmed. He was bent over coughing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <sighs> okay, so let's do some 
news and gossip so we can get to fire facts and predictions real quick. So, guys, always with the news. The first one I wanted to show you is Together Again. We're headed back to Gray's ABC for another TGIT crossover. Talked about it earlier. Um, We now know who is going to be in the hospital. It's going to be Ripley. And the the chat is blowing up. Everyone's like, they can't kill him. No. They can't kill him. We'll boycott all of this stuff. So hopefully, you know, he doesn't die, but we'll see what happens. In the next one um, we have here, uh, we have Stacy, and she posted wrapping out these wonderful humans on their last night of shooting. So they finished... Uh, taping season two and we see Ben there and we see Maya and it's just a cute photo and I think we see uh, is that Dean in the back there yes it is go ahead Dean Uh, in the next one so they've all wrapped on different days we have the trio wrapping Uh, so Jay Hayden and Travis and Pruitt and Ryan and I just think this is a really cute cute photo Next one here. I wanted to talk a little bit about the behind the scenes people. So gigantic shout out to this outstanding writers, office support staff and group of talented and up and coming writers to boot. You've been rocking the wind beneath all our wings. Thank you for rocking season two. And she names a bunch of them. And I just think that that's really, really cool of her to do uh, for the writers room and for aspiring and up and coming writers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Station 19. She also... Uh, Stacy also shouts out uh, the editing crew. So, congrats to these three musketeers and their team on editing the heck out of season two. And she names them all. So, get you a good editing team. And then the next one is a sneak peek of what we saw today, which was that flash fire. And guys, that was so... I mean, I saw it in the preview, but to actually see it in this episode was mm-hmm. really kind of scary. Um... And this is what this incident is what they're saying launches the crossover event. And uh, she says, stay tuned to the very end and get ready, y'all. Intense does not even begin to describe it. So I think we're in for a huge ride on this crossover event. The next one, that's a wrap. So we just finished filming the last shot of our last episode of Season 2, Station 19. A gigantic thank you to this tremendous and dedicated team. And they have a picture of everyone, uh, cast and crew, I'm assuming, with Station 19 there. Uh, the next one we have, happy campers, because tonight's Thursday, and y'all know what that means, TGIT. And we have Cutie Ben and Stacy and Ryan and Maya. I missed this, apparently. Uh, so all the hotties from the show went on the reel and uh, talked about Station 19 on that next photo. Mm. And uh, I would have loved to have been there because, hello, I'll talk to y'all every day. <laughs> all right. So next up, we are going to talk about Ben. So it says in the, high, the headline, is Station 19 planning an exit strategy for Ben? So here's what. They're saying, guys, they're saying the reason why Ben is hopping on to Medic One is because they do not know if Station 19 is being renewed for a season three, and therefore they want to keep him in the Shondaland universe. Okay. So whether that becomes a spinoff or with the crossover, they're saying, because he realized in this episode 
that he has the surgeon knowledge, he might go back to Gray's mm-hmm. and pursue being a doctor again. So that is the rumorville is that they're planning for Ben to uh, not be a firefighter and maybe go back to Gray's. I'd be sad. I think he's done enough job hunting. Hunting and yes, he's finally happy. Yes. Um, in the next photo, real quick, we have Andy and Maya, and we saw this today that tension, and I think that leading up to our um, predictions, we're going to talk more about how crazy their friendship is about to get. And I will go with this last one, and then we can move on. It says same, same Jay, same, and you just see Travis looking at Ripley with loving eyes. <laughs> Really, really adorable. He loves Ripley. Mm -hmm. He does love Ripley. Guys, uh, I normally do fire facts, but we're running out of time, so I'm going to just do one fire fact because, uh, you know, I love fire facts. (laughs) Um, Let's go with this one. So this is going to be a historical fire fact. A single fire hydrant in San Francisco survived a massive earthquake in 1906 and aided firefighters in saving the whole mission district. In memory of this event, the fire hydrant was painted gold. And it's still mm. gold to this day. That's awesome. Mm. Yes. Which makes sense because the 49ers in San Francisco and the gold. So uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah. Go ahead, handle your business. (laughs) Add to the facts. And uh, let's move on to some predictions real quick. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I'll go first. Glasses, as we saw, is going to treat Pruitt. Uh, We saw that he gets to the hospital. They think he's a a John Doe. And then everybody, all hell breaks loose. So that's just my prediction, which we know is going to happen. Vic gets mad at Ripley for not telling her that he was going through some respiratory or neurological issues. Guys, you're not going to like this, but I'm going to say it. I think they're going to kill Ripley. And I think that uh, they're going to have a deathbed wedding with Vic, and that's going to be her heart, and her heart's going to be torn out forever. Lord. Guys, we we love you guys, and we want to continue the conversation. Again, shout out to our live chat. It's popping. If you want to continue the conversation with us, please do leave some comments below, or you can reach out to me all across social media. I'm at Linda is so girly. I am at Cleverly Clad. And I'm at Say Hi, Say Hi. Thanks to everyone that wrote in last week as well. Guys, till next week, same time. Oh, next week, no. We're preempted because of something. The May draft. 2nd. And NFL draft. Whatever. Yes. NFL. NFL. <laughs> Guys, uh, we'll see you in two weeks, May 2nd. We're crossing over. We're crossing over. We'll see you then. Bye. All right. Holla. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.